Several years ago, I was working multiple jobs to help make ends meet. I had just completed school. I was working on a job that wasn't paying too well, so I had to take on some other, um, what you may call, odd jobs to make ends meet. And one of those jobs was uh, the registration of SIM cards. At the time in Nigeria, that was um, it was it was a fresh campaign to get. Um, phone users to get their SIM cards registered. And here I was in this region that was really not um, the regular region as per my background, but I was serving the nation within the area and I took on that job for about, for, for a few months actually. So I had to move around with this gearbox that had a computer and the other registration items. I, I walked from door to door, knocking on people's um, doors and asking them to get registered and there was some kind of um, uh, pushback against that registration exercise at the time because people were not properly sensitized on the need for them to get their SIM cards registered. So on this particular day, uh, one f- a friend of mine accompanied me and we were walking um, the various streets of the area in search for um, prospective um, registrants, you know, that we could register. And I was really eager to, to get the registration done quickly because I had to hit a certain number for me to earn um, a reasonable amount of money from a company that had engaged me. One of the mobile uh, network companies had engaged me and a few others at the time to conduct the service. So in the course of our, in the course of our search for uh, prospective registrants, we walked into what you may want to call a red light district, which was quite surprising considering that the region was, you know, popularly known for being a very religious region. So we walked into this red light district and um, went into an enclave, an enclave um, where we met a number of people, male and female alike. And in the course of the registration, um, I, I found myself interacting with one of the the ladies there and she told me that she was a princess she was a princess she mentioned the name of her father's kingdom and I, I was a bit curious like okay so why are you here <laughs> why did you is, is there a reason why you're here like you you definitely do speak well so it was obvious that she was well educated and she sounded really confident and I asked why she was there and she said oh that she had already gotten into the life that she was living and she didn't believe that her father or her family would accept her if she had gone back. So she said she would just continue what she was doing until God says that it's the end. That was really surprising for me. And I remember um, now this happened several years ago and I've, I've had it on my mind since then. I keep thinking about it, you know, and I, I, I guess the the most apt story to depict this would be the story of the prodigal child, the prodigal son in the scriptures. You know, this young man got up one day, he had a very wealthy father, he had a brother, and he told his father, Dad, you know what, I just want to go and be on my own now, so please give me my own share of my inheritance before you die and the father 
probably must have pleaded with him but when he was adamant the father gave him his own share of his of uh, his inheritance and the boy took the the money the riches the wealth the property everything that was given to him he went to another country as the scripture records and he squandered the wealth and he had to become a servant to the extent that he was eating from a pig's dung you know from 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 uh, where pigs would regularly eat and one day he came to himself and he said i think i will go back to my father and beg him to forgive me so he went back to his father the rest of his story is in the scriptures but what that tells me is um god can never be too tired to forgive us you know as much as he doesn't want us to um to do wrong we need to get ourselves to a place where we know that he would he would not he would not reject us or disown us i mean it only ends when we when we stop breathing actually it only ends when we stop breathing but as long as we have breath of life in us as long as we are alive we always have an opportunity to make a u turn and it begins with forgiving ourselves because sometimes we see that we we uh we, we pray but we feel that we are not deserving of god's forgiveness <laughs> i don't i'm really struggling to explain this and maybe i should use my own experience as an example so some years ago um i found myself in a mistake that really was very unpleasant and each time i thought about it i felt like oh i really may not be able to move past this uh this mistake i really may not be able to move past you know the consequence of this mistake and i was self limiting myself you know i limited myself i felt like um there was no way something amazing would happen to me beyond you know where that mistake could get me so mentally i was limiting myself um i fear that i could not rise beyond it and over time god helped me to understand that look he had great things in store for me and i had to get myself out of that pit that i had dug myself into mentally because he had already brought me out of it but i had to bring myself out of it mentally to enter into the great things that he had in store for me uh, on another occasion i also remember there was um this sort of mistake i made now we are human beings and we would you know rise and fall rise and fall but we have to keep getting up so i made this sort of mistake at some other point and it was so terrible for me that i was really ashamed to go to god i just felt like oh my god <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know if you um i don't know how many of us recall when we were children after upsetting your parents and you just don't want them to see you like you feel like you you know what could come when they see you but the funny thing is you can't hide from god his eyes are literally everywhere he sees everything he even knows the thoughts they are thinking which is really funny as to how adam and eve felt that they could hide <laughs> after eating of the tree it probably would have been best for them to go to god you know and forgive themselves and ask god for forgiveness i imagine that they had this terrible guilt you know holding them back which was why they hid themselves from god so if they had probably forgiven themselves and gone to god to confess and ask for forgiveness or even after they had been found out they didn't want to um uh each of them was almost trading blames you know to say oh is this person is not me and all of that so my experience uh from that 
terrible mistake was um such that at some point a voice was saying to me oh you know you've already made this mistake um you might as well just continue in it because god's not going to take you back now and i thank god for grace because god gave me the grace to be able to push back to say well i don't have to keep you know dwelling in the mistake i have to find my way out of it i have to run to god and ask god for forgiveness and i trust and i know that he will forgive and even even if he doesn't forgive so quickly his punishment cannot be as bad as what you know humans could possibly meet out to me as punishment so i went back to god i was able to overcome the shame i was able to overcome the um negativity you know i was feeling them on my mind you know that made me feel like ah oh god is not going to you know move past this god is somehow going to punish me for this and and all of that so god helped me to be able to overcome the the mental limitations that i had held myself to as a result of that mistake to be able to come out of that mistake and overcome the consequence of that as well so our previous podcast we had talked about forgiveness and I realized that one thing that we really missed from that episode was um, the issue of forgiving oneself. You know, sometimes we find it very difficult to forgive ourselves. Sometimes we find it difficult to move past our mistakes. Sometimes we feel like, oh, we should actually atone for a mistake that we've made. Now, it's good for us to um, take steps towards ensuring that we do not repeat a mistake anymore take steps towards um uh, restitution obviously if you have if you have offended someone else you should find a way to restitution. even if, if if you have offended god too there are other ways you can try to make god really see how um how sorry you are of course you ask for forgiveness you repent you try not to do it again you could also take steps maybe serve more or give more love him more demonstrate more of your love for him but definitely definitely not to um continue to punish yourself continue to hold yourself uh back from god we, we cannot run away from god and i recall there was a day i saw a child who we were in a, we were in a meeting place and this child ran away from um the gathering ran straight into the streets and a car could easily have knocked him down so the father ran after him picked him up and was trying to discipline him you know by striking him a few times now what struck me was that this boy who was um he was about three three four years old rather than run away from his father when his father was trying to discipline him he clung to his father like he he just clutched his father's legs he was crying he held the dad tightly and the dad was hitting him and after a while the father picked him up and dried his tears and that's literally the way it is in our relationship with God even when we err, when we misbehave when we commit sin and he um punishes us for our mistakes he would not just leave us out there in the cold and 
the best thing for us to do is to hold on to him you know even in such in such times rather than running away from him and one very good example in the scriptures for us is david so you see david he had slept with somebody's wife and it wasn't just that he slept with the person's wife the person's uh, this lady became pregnant and david murdered the husband of this lady and so god sent a prophet to him to deliver the verdict that God had as punishment for that sin. And David went to God, he was crying, he was begging, you know, and even after the child died, David said, well, the Lord has decided to take the child. And David continued to serve God. You know, we, the scripture does not record that, oh, from then on was David sought other gods who would be more lenient or anything. No, David continued to serve God. He remained with God. Now contrast David with uh, King Saul. King Saul, from the scriptures, what we see in the scriptures, one sin, one sin, one sin was what was recorded for King Saul before everything just went downhill. So God had asked him to, in a battle with another nation, to destroy everything. And he took some animals which he claimed that he wanted to use in sacrifice to God. And when God sent the prophet Samuel to rebuke him, rather than being sorry or repentant, his ego came out. You know, King Saul's ego was what inspired him to force Samuel to stay there and witness the sacrifice because he didn't want the other people to know that what he had done was displeasing before the sight of God and before the prophet Samuel. And so... King Saul started going downhill from then onwards. God rejected him. The scriptures, as far as I remember, do not record that King Saul went back to God to ask for forgiveness, even when God had told him that he was going to strip him and his family of um, the, the throne. He never went back, as far as the scripture records, to ask God for forgiveness. In fact, there was a time when he had a very difficult problem after he had expelled most of the prophets in Israel. Rather than swallow his pride and go back to look for one of the prophets to help him pray for an answer, King Saul went to a witch. Mm -hmm. That's what the scripture records. King Saul went to a witch and he asked the witch to help him resurrect the spirit of Samuel to give him answers to his problem. How weird is that? I mean, it's just, it's out of, it's out of this world because he could easily have searched for one of the prophets that he had expelled rather than embark on a journey to consult the spirit of a dead prophet, of a dead prophet. So you see how much his ego caged him. And at the end of the day, King Saul ended up dying. He was killed in battle. Um, in fact, somebody killed him. And uh, that was the end of his, his lineage. It was just one son of his who had survived that uh, the King David tried to show love and kindness to because of how King Saul's son, Jonathan, had treated David. And again, in the New Testament, we can see examples from Apostle Peter, Judas Iscariot, and Apostle Paul. So let's start with Judas. So Judas 
betrayed Jesus, right? And the scriptures records that the money he got from that betrayal, he didn't even spend it. He hung himself. So stop to think what could have happened if Judas had repented. Now, some will say, oh, the scriptures had already cursed the person who had done that. God sees everything, of course. God knows the future. But imagine if Judas had repented, had gone to God for forgiveness. Contrast him with Apostle Peter. I mean, Peter denied Jesus three times. And when I watched The Passion of the Christ, um, this movie by, by Mel Gibson, that scene where Peter denied Jesus, after he denied Jesus the third time, in that movie, um, Jesus was led past where Peter was and their eyes locked, like the eyes of Jesus and the eyes of Peter locked. And Peter immediately remembered what Christ had told him, that before the cock crows three times, uh, before the cock crows today, you would have denied me three times. So he remembered that you can just imagine the level of guilt that Peter would have felt. Oh, he that was always, <laughs> as they say in Nigeria, he was always making mouth. He was always bragging that, oh, Lord, I will follow you wherever you're going. In fact, I'm going to die with you. No, you're not going to die. I will be there for you. In fact, when the soldiers came to arrest Jesus in the Garden of uh, Gethsemane, the scriptures records that Peter did try to fight back. He did try to defend Jesus but there he was after the arrest shaking afraid that he denied ever knowing Jesus so you can imagine how terrible Peter would have felt after that betrayal especially when Christ walked past him but we thank God that he was able to come out of that and yes the scripture says that Christ had prayed for him you know Jesus said the devil has you know decided to sift you like wheat but i've prayed for you so i believe that also means that we need to keep asking god to please look out for us and that's why in the in the lord's prayer it says do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from all evil so we have to keep praying for god not to lead us into temptation but to deliver us from all evil also look at apostle paul you know when he was Saul. He was so um, vibrant in preserving the Jewish religion that he was a leader of a gang of people who went out persecuting Christians and killing Christians. In fact, in the book of Acts, it records that Saul, later Apostle Paul, was there supervising the people who stoned um, Deacon Stephen to death. So imagine how he would have felt when God called him. And he actually did suffer a lot. He actually did suffer a lot. Some would say he suffered as some kind of atonement for the kind of things that he had done. But of greater importance, I think, is the fact that he was able to move past his wrongs. He was able to face, you know, the shame that came with the fact that he was wrong in the past he had done things wrongly and now he wanted to do things right and he was confident in his decision to do things right so my prayer for you my prayer for me my prayer for us is that god helps us to forgive ourselves the way he forgives us that god helps us to see ourselves the way he sees us 
like we will be able to see each other with the eyes that god uses to see us and that we treat ourselves the way god wants us to treat ourselves the way god also wants to treat us um i pray that we find a way to forgive ourselves to forgive each other and to enjoy the best of all that god has in store for us may god bless you have a beautiful day bye-bye